Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb, where we read a short passage of the Bible, and I'll throw in a few interjections on what we're reading to help simplify words. Oh, did I mention interjection is a fancy word for comment? And then I'll point out key details to help you understand. Yesterday, we started Luke 9 and read about when Jesus fed the 5,000 and predicted his death. Today, let's read some more of Luke 9 with verses 28 through 45. The Transfiguration About eight days later, Jesus took Peter, John, and James, those were his three closest friends, up on a mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was transformed or changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, two men, Moses and Elijah, the disciples would have known them to represent the Old Testament law and prophets. Well, they appeared and began talking with Jesus. Okay, so if you don't know Moses and Elijah, they lived on the earth hundreds of years before Jesus, but they appeared at this moment to help the disciples understand that Jesus was the Messiah like he claimed to be. And they were glorious to see. And they were speaking about his exodus from this world, which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. Exodus means exit, but this particular exit is Jesus' death on the cross. Peter and the others had fallen asleep. When they woke up, they saw Jesus' glory and two men standing with him. As Moses and Elijah were starting to leave, Peter, not even knowing what he was saying, blurted out, Master, it's wonderful for us to be here. Let's make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He thought it was time to fulfill another prophecy about the Savior, this one from Zechariah 14, verses 16 through 18. But even as he was saying this, cloud overshadowed them and terror gripped them as the cloud covered them. Then a voice from the cloud said, this is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. When the voice finished, Jesus was there alone. They didn't tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Jesus heals a demon-possessed boy. The next day, after they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met Jesus, which as we know by now is pretty normal. A man in the crowd called out to him, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, my only child. An evil spirit keeps seizing him, making him scream. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth, and it batters him and hardly ever leaves him alone. I begged your disciples to cast out the spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said, You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you and put up with you? He was talking specifically to the crowd who'd gathered and they were criticizing the disciples for not being able to heal the boy. We know this because of Mark's account in Mark 9 of the same story. Then he said to the man, Bring your son here. As the boy came forward, the demon knocked him on the ground and threw him into a violent convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit, meaning he told it to leave the boy alone, and healed the boy. Then he gave him back to his father. Awe gripped the people as they saw this majestic or great display of God's power. Jesus again predicts his death. While everyone was marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, Listen to me and remember what I say. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. 
but they didn't know what that meant. Its significance or importance was hidden from them, so they couldn't understand it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. So we've read about several miracles showing the absolute power of Jesus, but the disciples saw it firsthand, in person, with their own eyes, and even they were confused sometimes. We don't always understand what God's word means, but if you ask him to help you understand the Bible, he will. It might take time, and you might have to read or hear the same stories multiple times. But that's just like the disciples had to hear Jesus talk about fulfilling the prophecies of his death and resurrection multiple times before they fully understood and accepted that Jesus was the Messiah that the Jews had been waiting for for hundreds of years. Let's finish our time praying today. Dear God, you are the great architect of all times. You have planned everything in this world since before you created it, and we are so thankful for your perfect design. Please help us to understand your guide, the Bible, so that we can obey your directions. Friends, this is your chance to thank God or ask him for your personal prayer request. God, thank you for sending your son to this earth to help save us. In your name we pray. Amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.